Here's Suzuki. Puck in behind the Tampa net. McDonough is on it there. Flexes it to the boards. Suzuki takes a hit from Chernak. Down to 15 seconds. Puck into the corner to the right of Vasilevsky. Goes out in front. It is cleared. As time winds down here in Tampa. Five seconds remaining. Puck retrieved by Petrie. Lightning strikes twice. Minus three with Dave Damashek. Oh, Canada, we stand on God for the... I didn't see you come in. Hi and hello, sports fans. Yes, football season is in full swing. Baseball's best. Now the only ones left swinging for the World Series, but now it's time for the puck to drop. We left off with Tampa winning its second straight cup. Somehow, over the Blue Blanc Rouge. How did they wind up in the final? And now we're on to a big new era in the NHL, ESPN, TNT, and even a brand new hockey team called the Kraken, which is singular, but it's going to be like 20 guys every night. Maybe we can make sense of that for you. In the meantime, we encourage you, nay demand, get into the Extra Points Arcade, extrapoints.com. Play against us, with us, however you choose. Of course, uh, as of this Monday, a new against all odds there for you to listen to. A new minus three. Come Wednesday, Eddie Spaghetti and Jen Piacente with a new waiver wire. Um, and uh, new extra points coming up for you later in the week, too. All right, fellas, we got a gaggle of people set, uh, ready to weigh in on the upcoming hockey season here. Just a quick refresher for you where we are, if you haven't been paying attention, on FanDuel.com. Here are the favorites for you. Connor McDavid, unsurprisingly, is your Hart Trophy favorite at plus 200. Nathan McKinnon at plus 600. Austin Matthews at plus 900. The Avs are the cup favorite favorite not Tampa to three-peat the Avs are plus 550 there's Tampa right behind them at plus 650 I surmise looking things over that the Atlantic division is the best division in hockey this season that includes Tampa the Leafs Bruins and Panthers and here to break it all down for you and give you all of our best bets what a crew it's the parlay kid brother Bry our resident sports philosopher Harry aka Hoagie Barra and of course Spaghetti and meatballs, fellas, how are you? You ready for hockey? Where shall we begin? You know what? Age before beauty, parlay kid. Let's start with you. And by the way, for what it's worth in the Metro, your Islanders, I don't know if you're comfortable with this or not, are the favorite to win that and maybe even to represent the Wales Conference, nay, the Eastern Conference in the cup final. How are you, fella? And, uh, and give us some uh, bets to go yeah, off Yeah, I'm fantastic. I think we have to come up with a hockey nickname for Harry rather than the baseball nickname. So, But before the end of the podcast, fellas, let's come up come up with a few for Harry. Hey, I, you know, look, I, I'm going to leave it up to Brother Bry to pick the Islanders. I love the Islanders to win the Stanley Cup this year. However, I'm not going to jump on just yet. I'm not <laughs> Right I, out of the gate, you love it. I lo- I'll tell you why. Well, one... I'm not picking them because I'm going to wait to pick the Islanders because they have a 13-game road stand here to start the season. If they don't get off to a great start, I think you'll be able to get better odds than what you're getting right now. So I'm going to wait. Now, I could burn myself because if they get off to a great start on the road, these are only going to get worse for me, right? So I'm going to roll the dice, say they maybe get off to a mediocre start, 
in what's an unprecedented 13-game road stand to start the season because of the new beautiful arena that's being built in Belmont. So we're going to go somewhere else here, and I think I know Eddie likes this. The Carolina Hurricanes is sitting at 23-1 to to win the Stanley Cup. 23-1. to They had the third most points in the NHL last year. One, what might might have been, or at least this year, is looking like the best division. We, we're back to those other divisions that we saw from a couple years ago. But the Hurricanes, right, they kind of resemble the Islanders. No superstars, but they put out four really good lines, have a really good coach in Rod Brendamore. They have a little finesse. They have some toughness. They're a team that has what it takes to win the Cup, and right now you can grab them at 23-1. to 1. So I'll roll with that and maybe come back with the Islanders a little bit later. I like uh, that's good uh, gambling tip right there for you. Specific to the Canes, a very likable team, no doubt. And by the way, as a side note, Gary Bettman's plan, which I was awfully cynical about for a long time, finally coming to fruition. If you watch the playoffs last year, all those Southeastern teams, those Sunbelt teams, those feel like real rivalries. I will say where the Canes are concerned, a lot of uh, significant players go out the door. They bring some new in. I'm going to go against you there. Kane's under 96 and a half. You get that at minus 116. Not to say that they can't make hay once the postseason starts, but I'm not as convinced that uh, they're a juggernaut as you. You want to give us another one there, Parlay Kid? Yeah, I will. Listen, I also like, here's a player prop that I like. So I'm going to jump to a player prop right now, and that's John Carlson of the Washington Capitals. Great defenseman, great defenseman. But he's sitting at 70 and a half points for the season. He's only gone over this number once in his entire career. He's getting a little older, might require some more rest. And any type of injury, any type, puts this under. So I just don't see a defenseman. And if you look at some of the defenseman's numbers, Hedman is over 64 and a half points. Uh, Fox of the Rangers might be 65 and a half points. This is, we're requiring a lot of these defensemen to put up these type of points. I mean, my team, the New York Islanders, might not even have one of their offensive players put up that many points, let alone these defensemen. And they're capable of doing it. But any type of injury, and it's not happening. So we're taking Carlson at minus 114 under 70 and a half points. That's too much for a defenseman. I like that one. And you know what? Just so that you don't have to sit there and listen mm. to the rest of us flap our gums the rest of the way here, PK, you sit tight and let's go on to the aforementioned <clears throat> Brother Bry and see if he pays off what you promised he would. Are you really going to go, Brother Bry, with the Isles to win it all? Well, I do. I do really like the Isles to win it all at 15 to 1. Look, this team is made for the playoffs, right? I mean, I, I think, you know, part of the kid was saying, you know, it's a, it's a tough early stretch, but I think they'll get through that. I mean, you got to like the additions that they, they added, you know, adding Chara just, I, I know he's 150 years old, but just makes sense for this type of team to add some defensive depth. Uh, you know, you're going to have Anders Lee healthy. The additions last year, Palmieri and Parisi obviously helped this team. Again, regular season, it's not as important. Like I wouldn't necessarily look at the president's cup or the president's trophy, but this team at 15-1 built for the playoffs. I mean, this I feel like this is the one team in the East that really could knock out the Lightning. Mm. I don't really see it from a lot of these other teams. I do want to get in. I'll push back on that in a little bit. I want to go around the wheel here a little bit. Let's go to Harry next here, who's labeled himself the Quebec <laughs> Nordique. I don't understand because everybody else has some fun, cute little nicknames and stuff up here. You, you've claimed an entire franchise and a non-existent one at that. But okay, 
We don't have to get bogged down with that. Give us your first best bet for this NHL season. And by the way, I should mention, I should I should do this. I don't know how to to stretch these out here. Let's go mm-hmm. with, when we're talking to one of the against all odds guys. You should support them. Bet them. FanDuel.com slash against uh, slash AAO. Um, and then when we get to spaghetti, meatballs, and Damashek, you should support us with minus three, the word minus the number three. Harry, hit us with your first best bet for this NHL season. Okay, guys, here we go. Let's go. Uh, listen, Dave, everyone else here on the panel knows um, about this. You may not know so much, but Darren has a ridiculous man crush for Rams head coach Sean McVay. <laughs> so, and I've taken a little heat over the, over the past uh, year or two because – I might kind of have one a little bit here in hockey for Leon Drysaddle. I, I, I think that I love him over 109 and a half points. I got him winning the heart. Uh, yes, and, and I know he's behind um, Connor McDavid in all stat, stats, but there is no Connor McDavid if there isn't a Leon Drysaddle. And, and the guy is fourth in goals last year, second in points overall. I love this guy. This is a, it's a great one-two combo. Probably the easily the best in hockey. I'm going to go dry saddle to win the heart at nineteen to one, and also over one hundred and nine and a half points at minus one fourteen. I mean, that's a specious contention. I think there's no wait. There's no McDavid if there's not dry saddle. I think you might say the other way around. But okay, uh, well, nah, I don't know. You're right, Dave. I'm also that. <laughs> McDavid doesn't get all those points if Drysaddle's not doing all the work. I do agree with all you about the best one-two punch, since the one guy is clearly the best in the league. I'm trying to—I was trying to think of somebody. I guess uh, Matthews and Marner would be the the closest second. Or if we could get in the wayback machine, mm-hmm. go a half decade, we could go Geno Malkin and Kid Crosby. But we're in 2021, and that brings me to. Mr. Meatballs himself, he was up there on the Long Island. Now he's in uh, SoCal living the good life. (laughs) Meatballs, pick it up here for us. Give us your first best bet of the season. Well, I can piggyback off of Brother Bry and Harry here. I do like, all right, so for the Islanders, I do like them to win the Cup. I don't have much to add uh, in terms of that. but I will disagree with uh, Parley Kid on what he said in terms of they don't have a superstar of the Islanders. I think they do, and that's Matt Barzell. So you might as well take the Islanders to win the Cup and then take Barzell to go over points, which is 68.5 and, and minus 114. I think this is going to be a breakout year for him. Um, I think he had 45 and 55 games last year, So, and that's with playing uh, with Leo Komarov on his top line. So he's got Lee back. It's going to be an upgraded power play. You know, you'll have Parisi, Wallstrom going full force. So I think he'll get a bunch of points. Um, so I like them to win the cup. I, when we were in Vegas for Sal's party, I did uh, place a pretty hefty bet on them. So we're going with that. And then to piggyback off of Harry, I do like the Oilers to win the Pacific division at plus 500. Mm. Um, you got McDavid, you got dry Uh The only thing that would scare me a little bit is their goaltending, but it, listen, McDavid and dry got to get it done at some point. So why not this year? Mm. I, they better I, you get know what it, at some point. as a right and you know what mm-hmm. i think as a as a a broad statement i like edmonton this year that noise has gotten it's reached the point of saturation now it is time and when you have i mean i don't put dry sidle I, I i i like him he's a he's a bull of a player um last two full when seasons you, 107 110 points I mean, 
the the story is is Connor McDavid. It's time for him to get over the hump. I think he makes a deep playoff run this year and and silences the cynics out there. It's a it's at that place if you kind of look at the trajectory of of all time greats. At some point, you break through when you're when, when you've when you've tired of the outside noise. It's about time. And in that division, I like their chances. Dave, to, what do you say about get in a good spot? McDavid's point total is one twenty and a half. What do you think, Dave? I'm going over. I think I think wow. the worm turns back in favor of offense. It it didn't um, yield the results I expected to. The lightning notwithstanding, I was I, I was just over the moon with the possibilities for what the postseason could be. The shootouts that we were going to see, uh, and instead we got a lot of defensive minded teams. Barry Trotz and and ruining uh, games from from where I sat. Obviously, as a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, <laughs> I think. The blue shirts are coming, and that brings me to Eddie Spaghetti. I, wow. I like these offensive-minded teams. I like the Leafs this year. I like. I, I think the Caps actually regress even further than where they are. I think we continue to hold them up because of the name uh, brand um, players that they have, but I don't think that I, – I think there's a real shot they missed the playoffs. Eddie Spaghetti, take it away. Your first better two, if you wish to share them, with the fellas and everyone watching right now. Sure, I'll give you some of my best bets or rather smartest bets to make. But I, I will say, um, yeah, PK with the Carolina Hurricanes pick. I love that pick. I actually like them too. over 96 and a half points. Uh, they rank their forwards ranked near the top 10. Their defense, same thing. If they're goalie, the Ranta Anderson situation is a little bit yeah. better. Uh, I really like them a lot. They're a younger core. They have some great offensive minded uh, defensemen, which is uh, always good for a team to score points. And they did have a fantastic season. And you mentioned great coaching there, too. So I do like that Carolina Hurricanes team. Uh, I was joking with meatballs before we started this up that uh, we all want to give out these these uh, savvy picks here, but we're afraid to talk a little chalk, and I'm not afraid to talk a little chalk here. And no matter where you read or listen, everyone's talking about Carolina, uh, the uh, Colorado Avalanche being by far the best team, and I do agree. And now I'm not saying they're going to win the cup. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to fare in the later rounds of playoffs. We all know what happens. Guys have broken bones or taping up their playing. It, it's really you know you need a goalie to stand in their head. Just crazy as always happens. This is why playoff hockey is by far the best. But if you want a smart bet, um, the first one is the the President's Trophy, most points in the NHL. You got to give it to the Avalanche plus two fifty. I think they're going to be a great regular season team. Uh, obviously, uh, injuries notwithstanding. And then speaking of the Avalanche, uh, and it doesn't really pain me to say this, but I think, you know, a few years back, you remember the seasons where the the Norris Trophy could have went to like Drew Doughty or Eric Carlson, the same two names. I was there good defensively, but really great offensive minded defenseman. And I think this era of hockey is now with the uh, Adam Fox and Kale McCarr uh, as defensemen. So I like Kale McCarr, who was very close to winning it last year. Obviously, my guy, Adam Fox, did win it. But I like Kale McCarr. Uh, he's plus 400 to win the Norris Trophy um, to win the Norris. And uh, if you want to give a Rangers pick, since I'm giving out a uh, player trophy, this is a little bit of a long shot, and I have reasons behind, but Arturian Panarin, the bread man, plus 2,000 to win the hard trophy. I know it's tough with guys like McDavid scoring 1,000 points in a season, but if you look at Panarin, never played a full season with the Rangers yet. Obviously, last year with the Putin story, one of the weirdest things that happened in an NHL season. The other big factor, too, is Mika Zibanejad was dealing with some you know longer-term COVID issues, lost a bunch of weight, wasn't himself until midway through the season, and he was awesome. I also expect with the the, the play of uh, Capacaco, who's like gained 20 pounds of muscle and uh, Alexi Lafreniere uh, being better than he was his rookie year. That's going to help Panarin score points too, especially in the power play. He's sixth all time in points per 60 minutes, uh, the bread man. So I, I love him to win the heart there. So there's my, uh, my uh, smart picks and there's my, uh, my gut pick with the bread man. Well, I thought, I thought yeah, Eddie wanted the, the uh, Rangers to go under the radar. 
this year. <laughs> uh, I thought he just said, Look, said he's that. too good. Some, he's a he's a he's a shining star, the Red Man. I got to give him his props. Mm. Well, you know, if I could just jump in, because one of the other things I like Please. is the Rangers not to make the playoffs at plus one twenty eight. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think that's really good value for a team that. What have they really shown you over the last uh, four plus years? Not much. A lot of expectations usually let you down. Kind of like the way the Mets were going. It, it's the same with a lot of these New York teams. When there's a little bit of hype to follow the team, the Mets, the Jets, uh, the Rangers, they always seem to let you down. So there's some hype following this Ranger team right now. New coach. They got tougher. They've, they picked up some tougher players. I don't think they got more skill on the team. Maybe a little bit less skill. I don't think they make the players this year out of that division. Mm. Plus one twenty. I'm with you. I didn't lo- hey, PK, who who is their coach? Well, Gallant. I love Gallant. I think he's a great coach. And what he do is what what he do his first year with the Knights? He's done it. He's done a fantastic job anywhere he's been. But he do- there's got to be something <laughs> missing with this guy. They left him on the side of a road down in Florida, wherever he was on the road trip that when he was with the Panthers. They left him to pick up a taxi. They fired him on the spot <laughs> when the team was like in having a great season. They just sent him packing. Something missing with him. He was an Islander assistant at one time too. But I just I and the, uh, look, it's the Rangers got to show me something and prove it to me. It's like it's, it was the same story with the Mets this year. I, I felt like in baseball, everybody was jumping on it. Not that everybody's jumping on the Rangers, but there is a little bit. You know, I don't. I think that plus one twenty eight to not make the playoffs. It's not justified. It's just mm. not justified. I think there's I think there is a trend that you can go through the decades with with puck that and I always talk about the NBA um, is a progressive league. You don't just come out of nowhere and make a finals run. You build to that over the years. Mm. The playoffs in the NHL are a different thing. They get they can be kind of random the results. But what wins out over the course of a season, it does take a minute to build to something. You can have a ton of skill, and there are a lot of teams that you can point to with that. The early 90s Rangers were one of those teams. It took them a bit to finally get over the hump. The early 90s Pittsburgh Penguins, the Edmonton Oilers took a while to build to that. They got to they gotta go through some wars and, and steal themselves before they get there. The Rangers are on their way, I have no doubt. I'm not as cynical as uh, as PK is about them. I it, it wouldn't stun me, though, in that division if they did miss out, or get in as uh, as the four seed. I don't think they're suddenly going to take over and overwhelm the rest of the competition in that division. Um, I will say we're talking uh, miss the playoffs bets. I just mentioned them. The Capitals plus 120. That's interesting because I just think the casual fan hears the name of Etchkin and the rest of the stars, and they assume that they're a certainty for the playoffs. Look at the other teams in that division, though. I like Pittsburgh to uh, to um, get into the playoffs, by the way, as a good bet, especially with the noise that uh, that Crosby is going to be back very soon, maybe even as soon as Tuesday. That's maybe a little premature. I'll give you one, though. Um, if we're talking good value I like the deal. I like the statement by the Florida Panthers to lock up uh, Alexander Barkov. I like um, their skill guys, Huberdeau and uh, and the rest of them. I think that the statement, as they say, that they're looking to make Miami, Florida a destination for high-end NHL players, that's a good first statement there. And I like... Um, the Panthers, if you want a long shot, Panthers to the cup final at plus 500. And I'll explain that one to you. I think that 
especially anytime um, a team makes a cup run. They're going to be fatigued the following season early on. You make two cup runs, you're playing a lot more games than the competition within your division in all likelihood. The Islanders, by the way, have made two deep playoff runs in a row um, themselves. They didn't get to the final either time, but they've been banging around in the playoffs in a couple straight seasons here. I think that fatigue and otherwise emotional and, and physical, of course, maybe limits where the Lightning go this year. Maybe it's time for teams like the Panthers and the Leafs to make cup runs. Good value there. Panthers in the cup final, plus 500. Leafs, plus 220. <clears throat> I know it wouldn't please ESPN and TNT and the new network partners, but I think an all-Canada final Connor McDavid against the Leafs would be about as juicy in terms of quality of play and offense and otherwise that the league could get. I think that's a fun bet to go. Let's continue around the wheel. Back to you, Meatballs. How say you? What's another bet you want to throw in? Well, uh, for to make or uh, miss the playoffs, um, one thing that was really surprising to me is the Kraken being minus 102 to not make the playoffs. Uh, I hmm. think... It's interesting because when you watch the draft and stuff, I I think everyone agreed that this team is not very good, uh, and I think that's still the case. I, I know Vegas kind of had a similar situation. They got better before the season started, but I don't think Seattle's really added anyone mm. to make them great. So I really do like them to not make the playoffs in minus 102. I think it's a little bit odd, I guess. I don't know if Vegas thinks that – they'll follow a similar trend in right. terms of the Vegas Knights, but I don't think that will be the case. And I like them to miss mm. the playoffs. I'll jump in there quickly with that. Just cause uh, I totally agree with meatball. Yeah. The, the, the focus was everyone's like, Oh, the, Seattle's going to not draft anyone. Great. Not take anyone. Great. Not sign any pl- uh, players for the future for using the road to use that cap space to, to sign players and develop players and they'll trade picks for assets. But that th- those moves like never came. They just really took bad players. I, I'm totally mm-hmm. with them. I think it's a, a really bad oversight um, to get that and the number like that. I don't know. Ronnie Francis, uh, year one, I think expectations are, uh, are through the roof because of what the Vegas Knights yeah. did. I don't think you see a repeat of that in Seattle. Uh, a couple of things. I will say I like the uniform. Uh. Hey. I love the uniforms. I know. I thought the white sweater. I knew that the dark one would be nice, but the white sweater is heavenly. Now, as much as I like the uniforms, that's how much I dislike the name. A singular name again, NHL. It's terrible. The Kraken is a mythical beast. Singular. Now you have 20 guys representing one beast. It makes no sense. How say you guys? Hmm. I think it fits. I mean, the, the nickname, like the 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 crack the crack house the crack den the crackheads they're like all those I mean that, I find that pretty funny and I think the, the team's gonna the the city will you think that's what they're going for yeah it, you think that's what they want in Seattle look we're embracing it remember in the early nineties when grunge rock was all the thing yeah we're getting back to that with our hockey team now well what is drug you, abuse the, the blue's a little a little too light to a little too uh, I don't know expecting a little harsher you know green mixed with the blue I don't know Dave what did you want the name to be what we was was there a specific name you wanted Seattle to go with yeah the yellow lead betters something like nice. that something that <laughs> yeah. pays yeah. tribute to the grunge era would have been great yeah. right the yeah, mu- yeah. the what I, I mean, suggested was uh, make right what Pearl Jam had to drop uh, thirty years ago become the Seattle Mookie Blaylocks. Hmm? <laughs> that would have been fun all right 
Brother Bry, go ahead. They will have they will have an awesome home field advantage too, though. I will say the ticket prices and like the sellouts. I mean, those fans are gonna they're rabid fan bases who love like even soccer up there, MLS soccer. So I mean, that is one thing. Players coming there, you're gonna have a tough time. Hey, Nick Gary Bettman, word of advice: You see how the how the uh, Southwest is Southeast has worked out so neatly. Move the Anaheim Ducks or the Phoenix Coyotes up to Portland. Then you'll have yeah, the Pacific Northwest makes, yeah, rivalries with Vancouver, yeah. yes. and that, that would be, it'd just be great. Yes, Harry. Guys, before my phone dies, <laughs> which I forgot. Or to you, charge, either one or the other. Could let me die get my, my, right, or me. Let me get my two quit in here real quick. They both have to do with Vegas, um, one of my old hometowns. Let's go first. Robin Leonard, uh, nineteen to one uh, for the Vesna Cup. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder anymore at Flurry as he's gone. Goal against average last season, still very impressive at two point two nine. And in two thousand eighteen nineteen, parlay kid with the Islanders. He had six shutouts, his career high. Still can get it done, so I'm going to give him a shot at 19-1. to And also, why not the Knights at 7-1 to to win the Cup? One of the most uh, – all four seasons they've been in the league, complete fantastic seasons, great wingers in stone and touch. Uh, talk, uh, they also have great defenders in McNabb, Peter Angelo, uh, Shea Theodore. Uh, led the NHL in goals against last season. Um, best goal differential last season. Fantastic defensively. They play that slowdown game. I got Las Vegas at seven to one. I don't think that's good for hockey. I'm rooting against that. I like high flying teams. I want that to, I want the things to bounce back in that direction this year for the good of the sport, Mm. especially with it getting a brighter light on it than it's gotten the last few years. I know my Canadian picks don't really work out in favor of that, but the brand of hockey, Mm. hockey wasn't saved or wasn't elevated in terms of national or, or uh, television ratings because the Rangers played the Kings six years ago. Those are the two biggest, markets it didn't magically turn it in because both teams those were no, good they games weren't. they those were, were boring games. games all due respect to eddie <laughs> oh, spaghetti's king henrick the games weren't good they were the, the, who can score the fewest goals how much how, how much oxygen can we take out of the joint and make <laughs> these games as as uh lacking in entertainment mm-hmm. as possible don't laugh at that pk because that's exactly what trots is doing up in uh <laughs> on the island too vegas i don't baby. like any of it all right uh harry Maybe sit quietly. It'll be interesting to see if if uh, if you can if you can exist Slow, and your phone can yeah. exist through these last few picks. Still uh, Brother Bry, you have uh, any more you want to float for everybody here? Yeah, you you talked about it before, but it, like how east the, uh, tough the East is going to be. So I like the Flyers not to make the playoffs at minus one thirty. When I went through all the teams, I this was my favorite bet. You know, the Metropolitan is loaded, mm. uh, especially you know the Atlantic is loaded too, right? So. You got to figure four teams between the Lightning, Leafs, Bruins, Panthers, and Canadians. At least four are coming out of that Atlantic, right? And that leaves at most four spots for the Metropolitan. Now, you can say Washington might be down. Maybe Pittsburgh regresses. You could say a little bit. I'm not, I'm not convinced that happens yet. But then you still got the Islanders, the Hurricanes. I do think the Rangers are going to at least be – I do think they're going to be like the seventh or eighth team in the playoffs there in the East. So the Flyers last year had 58 points in 56 games. I don't see how they got drastically better. So I think you get a lot of value even at minus 130 not to make the playoffs. I think I'm going to load up on this one. I think that's an interesting play because they're a big X factor in in seeding and who's going to be in and the teams that are probably, I anticipate, being close to scratching it out for one of those last playoff spots, namely the Caps, the Penguins, 
the Rangers. I, the Flyers loom there, and everybody ignores them because of last season. Hart was supposed to be the savior finally between between the pipes. But if he gets right, they fixed up the blue line a little bit, a year's more experience there. I wouldn't be surprised if the Flyers come back in a pretty big way. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I like the Isles to take the division. I wouldn't be surprised if the Flyers slot in there right behind them. Um it, when uh, when it in the regular season that is at least PK how say you yeah look I got one more here uh, this is for the Calder Trophy uh, Rookie of the Year uh, Dave Dave you might like this one because you talked about the Florida Panthers well the Florida Panthers might have a new goalie in town uh, and, and Spencer Knight uh, he came on at the end of the year last year won four games uh, for the Panthers uh, was played pretty well in his two playoff games. Bobrovsky has not really gotten it done, at least in the last year or so down there. This kid, I think right now, I, I'm hearing he's the starter. I mean, he's 20 years old. He's on a good team with a good defense, even if he's not the starter. But he goes, say, 40 games or so, splits time, maybe gets hot, so he, he rides. they ride the hot end. He starts 50 games for this team. They make the playoffs. He puts up the numbers that he showed last year at 9-1. to one. To win the Calder Trophy might be a great, you know, because a lot of the times these guys, they come from these teams that, you know, they were able to put up some good numbers, but they want a losing team. This guy's going to be on a winning team. Like you said, the Panthers are good. They are legit. And this kid's going to get a lot of publicity as a 20-year-old hotshot out of Boston College. Right. So I like him at nine to one. I'd grab him now. I like man. Mm. I, I like young wheels and I really like young goaltenders. It's one of those spots in sports and you don't know until you throw them into the fire. But sometimes the youngsters don't know how big the spot is. Patrick Waugh obviously comes to mind. Ken Dryden mm. way back. Sean Burke and otherwise. It's sometimes if that's the missing link for a team, the youngster between the pipes ends up playing savior on some level. I'm with you about Bobrovsky. That's the the question mark I have with them. Good pick there. Um, if anybody has any final picks, share them now because Harry may 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 not survive to hear him much longer. I got one. I got I got one quick. See if I can see if we can beat the clock here, guys. It doesn't make any sense to me. Nikita Kucherov's. Over-under goals this year is 38-and-a-half at minus 114 uh, both ways. Um, or under is 38-and-a-half, I'm sorry, at minus 114. He had 33 goals last year, but they only played 56 games. He missed eight games. He only played 48. Full season now. Why is it his over-under only 38 when he scored 38 last year? They're just going to – I mean, I, I know Point can be a, a guy who can be the MVP of this team, and Stamkos is healthy. Uh, Palat and Corey uh, Perry are solid. Vet they bring solid veteran leadership to the team. But why is it so low? I think you just well, told us why. I think well, there, there's a lot of but, firepower. But, but, but he had 33 in 48 games last yeah, no, year. Yeah, no, you're no, you're you're messing that up, right? Didn't he miss? He missed the whole regular season, though. Yeah, he didn't come back till. Uh, he had that. That was the big story. Was two years. Was he stuck his first cap. game? Blinding was cheetahs. they're the, the Astros of the NHL. They pulled some jive. I, I, Stamkos, too. I guess you're Harry's thinking phone, two years Harry, ago. Yeah, Harry's phone should have died a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's a great shot of him, though. But uh, it's it's fun. <laughs> and he just he, he vanishes with that. You don't have to stay here for that. But I did making actually, fun did. of his terrible opinions that are well, that are, are not fact based. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I did actually like uh, the Kucherov under 102 and a half points just because 
I do I do think all these over-unders for the player points, they're extremely high. They don't seem to be factoring in the injuries that much. And and that was the thing, right? Kucherov missed last season. I know he came back and played well in the playoffs, but uh, you know, he only went over this number of one oh two and a half once in his career, albeit he went way over. But again, miss Missed the season because of hip surgery. I think even in the playoffs, like the, it seemed like every game he was getting banged up or something was wrong with him. So I think they try to, you know, I don't think Tampa Bay is out there, you know, wants him out there and, and killing him every night. So I think, you know, they'll try and keep him fresh. So they'll limit his games that may be here or there, or he might just get injured. So 102 and a half to me was just really high. Um, all right. And you know what? Since everybody else talked up their team a little bit, I mentioned the Penguins. I won't go deep dive on them. I do think they have some young skill that can uh, that can help bridge the gap. I know Crosby as I, it's a phrase people keep applying to him. I think it's apt. He's going to age like a fine wine. He's not going to fall off some cliff. Gino Malkin might. We we probably mm-hmm. have seen his best days, but he is still a force. Even on a bum knee against your Islanders, he came in and brought a physical presence that they were lacking. The question with the the, the Penguins that you're betting on is, does Tristan Jari get right? Is, is he, is he going to be halfway decent between the pipes? I suspect he will be at minimum for regular season. We'll worry about him in the postseason. And last thing, can anybody answer this trivia question? In October 11th, 1984, the greatest hockey player of all time scored his first goal on his first shift on his first shot. Do you know who that is? Uh, I want to avoid talking. <laughs> it was about Mario Lemieux. Yeah. You skunks. Uh, let me let me throw before we. I, I, I had to bring. I, I I had to bring. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got I got I got a couple more before we wrap up. I know Harry's bringing up Kucherov and the Lightning. Oh. I actually have uh, a bet on the Lightning's actual best player. That's Andre Vasilevsky for Vezina. Another chalky pick for me. Um, I believe uh, Vasilevsky had plus three hundred to win the Vezina. So the Athletic did a very interesting survey where they uh, they pulled. Players, GMs, uh, coaches, goalie coaches, and they ranked the top goalies in the league. And the only per, uh, goalie with a perfect score, the number one overall, was Andre Vasilevsky. said he is the mold of what a goalie should look like. He is head and shoulders above every single person uh, in the NHL. He, they compared him to Tom Brady, fellow Tampa Bay resident, to Andre Vasilevsky. Um, they said if, if they, the team went down without Stamkos or Hedman or Kucherov or Point, it wouldn't matter as much as if they lost Vasilevsky. So, the, look, the Lightning are going to be a great team uh, again. And when this is Coming from NHL, people inside the NHL, I really do trust that. So I love that as a player prop. Another player prop um, that I do like going to the Calder, um, Trevor Zegras, uh, you know, Anaheim Ducks, who knows what they're going to be like. But uh, the thing about him is he dominated in the, uh, the AHL last year. They called him up, had 13 points in 24 games, really good pace uh, for a young center. Uh, and they're, the Anaheim Ducks as a team, their goals per 60 minutes go way up with him on the ice. So that's it's probably at a rate too high. Uh, they'll, they'll find level somewhere. But I mean, and they have a lot of good young talent. I like him a lot, um, you know, with that team. Uh, and and my last one for a, a cup pick, and I know I talked about the Avalanche before, but if you want to give somebody with a little bit better odds, uh, a team that has a lot of expectations, and, and check, you were talking about them, but the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs plus 1,100 to win the cup. Um, if you look at their analytics where they rank, uh, their forwards, defense, and goalies are all in the top three. Um, not many teams can say that because that's pretty strong to be a team that's that even. Uh, Mitch Marner, another guy who uh, my buddy Vic, who uh, told me to, to to bring this up, if Austin Matthews is going to have the the a great you know maybe a heart level season, well you got to look at Mitch Marner for maybe Art Ross most points. You're going to play in a line with him, kind I, of like I, the dry I, was, I uh, swear I was just going to say this. That's exactly right. 
And by the way, they split votes, too. So if you want a value guy who's not high up on the board because Matthews is dinged a little bit by Marner, as you say, and Dreisaitl and McDavid can conceivably cancel each other out, McKinnon's a good bet because of that. But Kaprizov doesn't that, that, you know, he has a chance to put up a big as they try to turn over into being more offensive themselves. He might be an interesting play. Sorry to interrupt you there, Spaghetti, sure. but I agree no, with this. But, it, but it, in summation, I mean, Campbell at goalie is uh, getting towards that elite level. Uh, their defense is really as solid as it gets. I mean, they're going to have they have an, a couple elite players at forward. They're a, a relatively deep team, too, at, at forward. And yeah, the Atlantic is tough. You could argue maybe some of the rosters got a little bit worse besides theirs. But it's it's still a tough division. But uh, I like the Leafs, and I think if they're going to have a window to win a cup and and bring it back to Canada, uh, I think the Leafs are probably their best bet in the next few seasons, and maybe uh, this one if they could uh, overtake the Avalanche and, and others. It's got that weight of everybody. I mean, it's the it's the capital of hockey, Toronto. Everybody obsessing over that team and their failures. At some point, don't they have to get over the hump? No, they don't have to, but maybe this is the year that they will. It would be a fun final, at least, if uh, we could see Connor McDavid versus that bunch there. Final thoughts, or shall, or have we already said enough there, fellas? Well, I'd like to add one more uh, Stanley Cup long shot here, another Canadian team. I do like the Winnipeg Jets at 41-1. to um, They're interesting because I think they have one of the best top six in the whole NHL. Uh, I was pretty high on them last year, and they do have – a top-notch goalie in Hellebuck. So, I, I mean, they're, to make the playoffs, they're only minus 136 is a yes, which I do like as well. And I do think Mark Scheifele, who is 60-1 to 1 to win the heart, I, I think he's a very good player. His okay. stats go up every year, and he's a more than a point-per-game player. So, I know he's suspended for the first game, but, you know, in 81 games, it's I think he'll, he'll – I think he'll eclipse probably 85 points. And, you know, playing with Ehlers, uh, Kopp, Wheeler um, and a few other guys. I think I think the Jets are uh, an interesting play. I think, though, ESPN would like try to return the sport. Like, is this still good? Do we have a year receipt on this. The Winnipeg <laughs> Jets. This is not what we signed up for. Please just take it back. Let's pretend it never happened. Right. Um, oh. All right. Brother Bry and the PK. I like I love the observation. That's right. You're going to get better odds because the Islanders surely are going to struggle. And by the way, there's something to or in those first 13 games. That's the way it goes. You want to play that brand of puck. It's hard to carry that through 82 days through, through 82 games. That's why they make their hey once they get into the yep. postseason when they take the oxygen away. Early returns on playing that guys want to get out there and skate, use their wheels. They don't want to play some dumb system. And it's shameful that you uh, cheer for that. <laughs> sh- sh- should we have some? Uh, should we have like a season long uh, uh, Rangers versus Islanders season series bet uh, again? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm willing. Oh, to, yes. I'm willing to maybe do that. And I will Make say to now. respond, I feel like I'm I'm, ho- I'm, ho- I'm hogging this the this show, and I apologize to our listeners because uh, everyone else knows way more than I do. But the my 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 retort to I mean clearly, first of all, Islanders they're the class of the division. I'm not going to argue there, especially in the regular season, but. I do think last year dealing which with which is the, ironic the since they don't since they don't have anyone who could uh, probably make the top twenty on on the rest of the teams. But it's somehow. a hey, it's a it's a great solid overall team and uh, and good goaltending at the right time is what matters and coaching is now great. their and top pair their great. top pair is maybe the best uh, uh, you know uh, that's the the strategy. Oh, too much swooning over the the fourth line checkers, but I do think that the blue line is for real there in the goaltending, and I love Barzell. Uh, he is fun to watch. I, he is. 
I will say to to defend my Rangers and the expectations and and PK is a hundred percent right. Like there have to be expectations. That's why they totally overhauled the the coach and the GM. It seems like there was some kind of disconnect with Quinn, who I was a fan of, obviously being a, a former BU Terriers head coach coming to the Rangers. But it seems like the statements made of other players post uh, you know season ending, they were saying like now we have a real coach and it seems like Gallant has a better control of them and they, they clearly made a, a shift in their philosophy and they're 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 you know they sold Buchnevis uh high they brought in more physical guys like Goodrow and Reeves on the bottom end of that lineup they're bringing more talent on the defensive side now as Longquist get used to that name he's gonna be awesome and I think you know without no uh weird season-long stories that Panarin had he's you know fully safe and everyone his family and friends are safe because that was very strange no COVID worries with Zibanejad again who is now uh locked up for another eight years or whatever it is and the Rangers now have this cohesive unit with I guess a better coaching staff so I think there were some hiccups last year a very strange season so I think if there was a you know a bet for best dark horse team or or, or team to exceed expectations this is not I've been pretty negative about my team as of late but this is the one team I feel pretty good about um so I think they're going to they're going to shock some people here. So I feel I feel good about the, the blue shirts. All right, you better go, though, Spaghetti. You got to go pick up Galan on the side of the road in Florida somewhere. <laughs> that, you got to make that happen before anything else. But start on the he, first He brought floor. Vegas to the promised land year one. I think I, the Rangers have a lot more talent than that Knights team did, so I, I feel pretty good about it. All right, good stuff, everybody. You heard their voices there. If you uh, want to ride with one of the AAO boys, go to uh, FanDuel.com slash AAO. Bet and ride with them. Or if you like spaghetti, meatballs, or Damashek's opinions, why don't you go to FanDuel.com slash minus three, the word minus the number three. More AAO coming at you all through the week. Make sure you're betting along with us at at, uh, ExtraPoints.com. And on the arcade, football, college football, all the rest of it, uh, great prop bets, uh, quizzes, and so on and so forth. And enjoy hockey season, fellas. Good luck to your teams, and uh, we'll see you come springtime when it uh, really starts getting heated up. Maybe not the Rangers, but but our teams. teams. (laughs) Thanks so much, sports fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.